Hey, Damien. Uh, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Doing all right, Luca. How about yourself? Good. Doing great. Thanks. You know, but uh, maybe to start, why don't we give our listeners here maybe a bit of background? Yeah, on sure. Uh, I began with the company over 20 years ago. Straight up, I was working construction because out of high school, it was easy to make money and I was physically fit. I was a amateur and then professional boxer at the time. So I started in the material handling division. Now, for the last five or six years, I've been in the uh, tractor division in Winnipeg and loving every minute. <laughs> well, you look happy. So that's good. Yeah. That's a good sign. <laughs> How about yourself? I, you've been around a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, well, I've been with Tormont for about 18 years so not quite as long as you maybe that means i'm a little younger i don't know it's, it's still it's been quite a while right like yeah it's amazing uh, went to warranty power systems and then after doing that most recently i'm, I'm now the corporate product support operations manager for ontario and manitoba Ooh, you've been around your passport has been punched yeah, that's right and now yeah. we're here doing a podcast on rebuilds so it's pretty cool yeah welcome to the building tomorrow podcast where we dig deep into the eastern canada construction industry with Tormont Cat Specialists, we discuss heavy equipment, industry trends, and challenges affecting your business. Well, I mean, I don't know, Damien, what would you say is one of the biggest advantages to to doing a rebuild? It's uh, a good question. We, we've had, uh, like I said, we've, we've had double digit rebuilds here, growth in, in um, over the last year um, from multiple different customers. We mentioned the one in Thompson, but we have a bunch of Winnipeg customers that have also done it. Yeah. Each customer has a varied yeah. reason as to why the why they do the rebuild. Um, to, to me, one of the largest factors, if I was a, if I was a contractor, it would be the money up front. Um, you know, to re replace a, one, a loader and I'm just, let's just call it a million dollars and to do a full CCR is, you know, let's say 600, 600 grand. Yeah. Is that about right, Luca? What do you, what do you think? Yep. So right off the hop, you're saving $400,000. And to me, it doesn't matter if you're uh, an operation that's North American wide, Canada wide, or just in a municipality. Um, that's a big amount of cash to be saving right yep. that's not the only reason because you do have to replace older older machines and as and hopefully the customers are growing and as yeah. i do think as they expand I, I think it's a you know rebuilds are becoming more and more of an option but the sales reps selling the equipment are, are seeing it and it's becoming more of a fleet management tool um, to throw a rebuild in there you know, growing at a ridiculous pace which is just great to see uh, customers are really finding a lot of value in a it. new machine price a rental or at a rental purchase price a used price um, and then the customer and a rebuild price on one of their existing machines um, and then the customer can take that and put us in and price us again against the competition as well yeah. and I, would you say now like those rebuilds like what do they what do they mean to to, to you and to the customer like yeah that, that's that's a good question and I, and I think I guess the four basic categories of rebuilds that that the, in the common terms component rebuild yeah. a CPT which is a certified powertrain rebuild a CCR is a certified cat rebuild yeah and then there's everything in between a CPT plus would be powertrain rebuild with some additionals added on to it maybe a harness or, yeah. or cab refresh uh, the the fourth one is uh, the component rebuild I don't think I touched that so a CMCR yeah uh, you know even though we tear them all apart you know on a CCR right down to the frame and build them back up yeah. uh, they are like new they are not a new machine um, and we can add upgrades to it and, and improvements and you're going to get better performance yeah. um, but it's like new it isn't a, it, it is not a, a new machine yeah. and even on even as saying it's like new uh, we support rebuilds like they are a new machine 
with a warranty you know you know yourself coming from the reman yeah. you know a pretty standard warranty on a rebuilt machine is three years five thousand hours yeah um which is which is a pretty damn good uh warranty in, in anybody's book yeah yeah right on i mean uh, there's all kinds of warranties yeah. i think we can we can offer all kinds of different flavors of these rebuilds and it depends on yeah you know the customer's price points and 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 the the, the state of the core that they're bringing us so, you know the used machine that they want to have rebuilt everything yeah. is like new right you have the the warranty like new the extended yep. warranty like new the financing like new with different programs and rebates accordingly and it's everything is like new so even uh you know maintenance programs after the fact uh, right yeah, so, so we can throw a preventative maintenance uh contract on that thing after it's been rebuilt definitely you know take take all of that uh sort of risk out of the equation after you've rebuilt your machine. And I think that that plays into rebuilds, right? Do you want to rebuild a machine proactively or wait until complete failure and the machine just completely dies or blows up, right? Without doing maintenance on it. Yeah. Whereas uh, some of our customers with the smaller machines tend to opt for more of a dealer rebuild option where they have more flexibility and can choose to spend a little bit less if, if they'd like. So so that's kind of the situation in Toronto. I don't know, how about, how about Manitoba? Yeah, we, we've been seeing an upswing on, on the rebuilds, and, or at least the interest in rebuilds as well. Um, you know, like I said, I was in the tractor division here for the last five years, six years. Um, when I started, it was about two or three rebuilds a year. And then over this last year, we, we have double digits. It's uh, 10 and 11 rebuilds. We just had another one signed up here in the last couple weeks. It's, it's more options that the customers are getting. And I think there's um, a culture shift of... Yeah customers not wanting to or just looking at different options instead of replacing the machine yeah they're just hanging on to the machines longer and and uh, looking at rebuilds as those options yeah like you said it goes to life cycle cost and second and third life of the machines and i think that's starting to make its way west into winnipeg and manitoba so you touched on it uh, right there i mean it's it's about total cost of ownership right like you buy the machine you've, you've got to spend money to fill it up with fuel and maintain it uh but then at a certain point, you know, it has to produce for you. You know, when you spend that money on that asset, you know, what's the total cost of that thing over the life of the machine is, is the key, right? And as a business owner, you know, you want to really make sure that, that you lower that that life cycle uh, ownership cost. And rebuilds are a great feature to, to add on to the life of the machine, choose to rebuild it at a fraction of the price of a new machine. Yeah. It's, it's a huge plus for the customer sometimes, right? Yeah, I agree. And prior to the, over the last couple of years, I, I, like I mentioned earlier, there's uh, growing awareness of rebuilds and I think you know 20 years ago 30 years ago rebuilds were mining only basically right and it's starting to make its way over into the construction world yep. different sized customers um, looking at options for rebuilds and whatever fits their uh, fleet management priorities I guess is what yeah what definitely I think it takes it takes a shift in the mindset but you know what we found in, in our patches is that you know you you get a customer a taste of it you see the value in the whole proposition and the next thing you know they're doing two three and four and next thing you know that's that's the way that they they run their fleet so i think it's 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 about uh, you know getting the word out there on, on these uh, these rebuilds being a really valuable tool to lowering your own costs and next thing you know it's uh, a part of their mindset yeah you hit the nail on the head there for sure um at least that's what we're seeing that we're seeing a lot of repeat customers um and maybe they maybe they look at the option of a rebuild and, and they don't go that way because this time around it doesn't make sense um but i definitely agree with you that once um a customer has that example of a rebuild in their fleet and they're involved in the process i think at least for us that was one of the the game changers for us is 
having the customers involved, um, setting out the plan in front of them and setting out clear expectations of the rebuild and and what the scope of it was. Invite them into the branch and see the machine being torn apart every step of the way. Um, And once that happened, we actually had multiple people from the customers coming down to look at the machine. Maybe it was to check up on us, uh, but you know, everybody when they see it and they see a machine that's been working in a quarry yeah. four thousand hours a year. Yeah. You know, what is it, seven thousand parts all over the all over the uh, all over our shop floor. Um, it sounds like it's scrambled, but it's not. There's actually a, a plan to all that madness. Yeah. Harnesses and windows and cabs and seats and joysticks and yeah. widgets all over the shop floor, so and everything's being rebuilt back up. Uh, it's it's a pretty cool site. It's awe-inspiring, actually, is, is what it is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we, we, we've taken some time-lapse uh, videos of some of these rebuilds, which are, which ah, are super cool to awesome. watch. Yeah, and I think you could even yeah. see some on YouTube. Bang and, on. Uh, once, once the customer gets it back um, and starts using it and, and seeing that it's a refreshed version of their old or their older machine, it feels comfortable. Yeah. And even the operator being involved in the process is a, is a key key component to it and i and i know you know this but just for the record we don't just have snow loaders and snow graders and great and graders moving (laughs) snow in manitoba we actually rebuild other machines than than just uh than just loaders so we actually had a customer uh which you probably know he's they're up in uh, thompson manitoba they're a big uh, large customer of ours yeah Uh, and they brought a d6 in recently and and historically you know for the last i'll say 30 years and i could be off by a couple decades there either way um they have never done a rebuild in our shop yeah and they actually came came around uh, last last year um and did a rebuild with us and it was a um it was a hit and then when i went back up to thompson and, and went to work um the operator loved it yeah there was hiccups along the way you know it's when we do rebuilds um so there are things that are going to go wrong and i and i think the the thompson branch and and any branch uh, it's a big part of the rebuild and how we support it after the rebuild is completed you know you're upfront and honest things do go wrong it is machinery and it's i think it's how we support it the customer has actually brought another machine into us uh, this year and 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 uh yeah, so we're doing something well, and there, there's talk of a third as well. So. Yeah. But regarding the time frame, when do you see the rebuilds coming through the shop? Because to me, I'll yeah. say through spring to fall, but the majority of those rebuilds all get done over the winter season. And I get it when the customers don't have the machines working, but it also puts that constraint on our on our shop. We can do it, but it just seems like everything gets jammed in into that winter season. You know, whether you're in Toronto or Manitoba, where maybe it snows 12 months of the year. <laughs> okay, right, okay, right? take it easy now. It's actually 25 degrees out right now, so. So, but you know, you're right. I think, you know, there's that that period. You know, the thing is we have the manpower to it's do the it. the planning too, right? And that's exactly it. I think, you know, uh, whatever time of the year you do it, I think the key is, you know, let's let's try to to plan it ahead of time. Yeah. And, you know, ideally, you'd want uh, four or five, six months maybe to, to ahead of ahead it. of yeah, yeah ahead of go time, let's say, and so we can order yeah. the parts, plan the manpower. It's like anything else, you know. The sooner you can commit to a time frame, yeah. the more assured you can be that that we're going to hit the time. Yeah, I agree. agree. What's the uh, proportion or the ratio you see to a complete rebuild to maybe a CPT, which is a certified powertrain, and then to component rebuilds? CCR are are definitely less common. Yeah, I would agree. They tend to make more sense on larger machinery and and are fairly popular in the mining space. Where a million dollars plus, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Machinery can be two or three million dollars in some cases, right? That's right. It makes a lot of sense to rebuild those machines. Yeah. Um, and then when you start to get down, you know, on the product line size, right. CPT plus territories, 
where you might do the yeah. powertrain plus additional hydraulic elements like hoses, wiring harness, that type of stuff. Right. right? Yeah. So, you, yeah. so, you know, we focus on the major element of the machine, which is the powertrain. Uh, and I think, and you know this better than anybody being coming from Remand, um, you know, and, and you touched on it earlier as well as having that relationship, almost having a relationship or a comfort with that machine. We can actually rebuild the customer's engine. Let's say I'm just picking on the engine, their own engine and, and flip it. Uh, into a reman component instead of buying one off the shelf, right? Yeah, no, and I mean, I, you know, just to, to, to springboard off of what you were saying, you know, I think, uh, you know, a lot of our customers have relationships with, with their machinery, right? That's right. So, you know, with that said, I think, you know, there's there's uh, uh, an emotional attachment, let's say, to the machinery that they own. Yeah. You don't just start tearing the machine down. You know, right. The whole thing starts with, with that uh, initial inspection. And, you know, touching on that relationship point. That, a, that an operator maybe has with the machine, you know, the, the whole thing is a process. That's a great point. We'll go to the construction site, do, uh, sometimes we'll do an inspection on site with the operator and, and ask him what his pinch points are, what his pain points are, what is he It goes back to the communication side of it, right, right on, on, on every level to so make sure that we have enough information and are being as transparent, Yeah. right? If, if the frame is rotted out, there's no point doing a rebuild on it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I think that, that that initial inspection is so critical too, right? To to not only assess, you know, if it makes any sense at all, but you know, it takes all the surprises out of the out of the equation. Yeah. You know, once you've looked at the core and the machine and you know that okay, well it needs that, it needs that, it needs that, see what it'll cost. Yeah. And then if, if it's something the customer wants to go ahead with, well, no surprises. Right? And, and I think that's a big point. It, when it comes to the end, the end date or the end bill, let's let's be honest, it's it is but it's a money thing. And then going a little bit further is it doesn't end when the invoice happens right there's follow-ups after it whether that's at 250 hours or 500 hours we continue on that relationship with that machine um, just to make sure the performance is there yeah, right definitely you know we'll touch the machine after it leaves several times to make sure that it operates the way that it should you know we've we've been on site commissioning machines uh, after they've been rebuilt and actually even before that yeah but yeah. definitely you know you can uh, you can have the customer in and then follow up after 250 or 500 hours worth of work and yeah make sure everything's running and when we rebuild the machine we can get it pretty darn close but it's not quite the same as as, as a new machine um, but there is increased performance right yeah but I mean as far as the performance I've seen some of these operators just just like They've tried the machine for the first time after rebuild and their eyes are like, yeah, they're just like, holy cow, this machine is like, right. It's like Christmas, right? Yeah. They get, the, they get, the, they get their new toy. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and to them, it feels like it has more power than it had when it's new. Yes. I, I think you lose, I don't know what the statistic is, maybe 30 or 40% of your performance before you even realize it right. on anything, whether it be a car or a machine, right? Yeah. yeah. And imagine getting all that back in an instant after you've rebuilt it and now you're on that machine again and it feels like it has 30 or 40 percent more power it's it's a huge change right in an instant is about six to eight weeks later right but... yeah <laughs> good point yeah and that would be my advice in, in short keep an open mind about it then you'll make a decision you're comfortable with and i don't see that trend slowing down or at least quoting rebuilds or talking about rebuilds i always go back to to honesty and and how i would like to be treated whether that's buying a new home buying a new car to me the reason why to do a rebuild is everything we just spoke about you know taking into consideration the capital cost of new um, how much work you have for that machine as a as a as a customer, and do you do you like what you have? Um, if that's the case, then let's keep it rolling and rebuild a machine. Or um, not to mention, you know, there's probably 
some kind of green initiative in there too, uh, an environmental initiative because you're you're rebuilding a machine instead of being or manufacturing a, a machine from new. But it, it's just it's an option, and and I think that's the biggest advice I would have. Put a rebuild in your option bucket, and then see where it goes. Yeah, definitely. Um, just to to relay it into the the housing market, you know, to build a new home is you know seven hundred a million dollars, or do you buy an older home for maybe three or four hundred thousand dollars? I mean, depending on where you live, I'm just making up numbers just so that it's relevant with with the machine costs. And trust me, my home isn't a million dollars. I guarantee you that. <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, but or do you put or do you or do you refresh it right and you redo the kitchen or you redo yeah. the bathroom? And to me, that's the way to look at it. And and I don't see that trend changing anytime soon. You know, you a customer that that has a fleet of machines and they've never done it before. And at, at first, they're you know yeah. they're a little uneasy about the whole thing. And then they try one. And then it's like everything goes smooth, smooth sailing. You know, the price was what we told them it would be. It works like a charm. It goes to work and they save the whole pile of money. And next thing you know, they're doing three or four more of these things and, and saving even more money. Yeah. Ronald Damon, you're you're the sales guy here, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Here we go. Shovel it on. Yeah, this is it. Go, go to the sales guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That started in the lift truck division, and now we're talking <laughs> yeah. about rebuilds and mining yeah. and tractor, right? Yeah, I know, that's right. It's pretty cool. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with me and, and just uh, let me know we're not crazy out here in Winnipeg <laughs> doing doing more and more rebuilds. No, not at all. Like, the pleasure is mine, and uh, it's been fun chatting. Yeah, and maybe we can do this again sometime soon. Thanks. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Tomorrow podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can join us again. For more info and tips from our specialists, check out our website and the Building Tomorrow blog. See you next month.